0: Yeah! Welcome to the Compass Podcast, featuring Chris Chandro and the Compass team. We hope this message is just for you. Well, hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome to Compass. I am Chris, I'm the pastor, and I'm delighted that you're with me this morning, because today is Christmas Carol Sunday. And what that means is that if you were with us in person, we would be singing Christmas carols together as part of our service, because tis the season but you're with me online so I figured that I would grab a guitar uh, and I could sing here and you could join me at home singing with me in your living room or in your car. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. That would be so awkward for both of us. I mean, there may be people who want to sing Christmas carols with their family in their living room along with a guy on a screen. I'm not one of them. Okay, so you have a free pass on that but That doesn't mean that Christmas music isn't going to play an important part in what we're talking about today. It is the holiday season. This is the only time that Christmas music is a big deal. I mean, we have local radio stations that have completely changed their format to only play Christmas music around the clock right now. We hear it when we're shopping or when we're in restaurants or coffee shops. And if you're like me, you have a go-to Christmas playlist on your phone. My Christmas playlist is made up of just Christmas classic jazz. That's what I want to hear. Things like, I want to hear Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra. I want to hear Ella Fitzgerald. If you had to buy it on vinyl, that's what I want to listen to at Christmas. That's the Christmas music I want to hear. Now, your playlist might be different. Maybe you like the New Kids on the Block's Merry Merry Christmas album. Maybe your holiday go-to is Christmas with Colonel Sanders. And I don't know if the food theme is your bag, but you might really love, it's a Waffle House Christmas. This is true, okay? My actual favorite Christmas album in college was James Brown's Funky Christmas. I loved it. The point is that no matter what our style or what our preference is, we all respond to music. Now, we we respond in different ways, okay? But music still affects all of us and Christmas music, I think Christmas music can hit us extra strong because it's connected to a season that comes around every year and it has some really strong feelings attached to it, either good or bad. Now, normally I would share a passage of scripture with you and try to tease out the historical context and language of it so that we could understand what it really means for us. But today I just wanna do something a little bit different. Today, I just wanna share a personal observation from the Christmas story. Just a reflection really on two ways that we respond to music that can inform how we respond to God and what he's done in our everyday lives. So let's start with one specific section of the Christmas story in Luke chapter two. We'll start with verse eight. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared to them So this is it, right? This is the event, the birth of Jesus, and the shepherds being told about it, and, and the moment where the shepherds and Mary and Joseph and maybe Jesus all come together. This, I mean, it really is a Christmas song in a nutshell. Jesus came to Mary and Joseph, the shepherds came to bear witness, and now we get to see the first response that we're going to talk about today to the Christmas story. We see it in Luke 2, 17. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. So I have something in common with the shepherds. I am a sharer, okay? When I'm introduced to something I think is amazing, I want everybody to know about it, especially if it's music. When I hear a good song or a great album, Uh, My goal is to make sure everybody hears it. So, for me, like regularly when I'm listening to music, just in my everyday life, if a great song pops up in what I'm listening to, I stop everything I'm doing and I share it on Instagram as the song of the day. I can't help it! Some songs when I hear them are just so good that I'm compelled to share them. Remember James Brown's Funky Christmas? One year when I was in college, my whole dorm room floor, or my whole dorm floor, decorated our rooms and our hall, and we had a James Brown's funky Christmas party, all because I shared that album so aggressively that no one on my whole floor could resist its power. For some of us, the best way to respond to something good in our lives is to share it. And and maybe some of us would benefit by responding to God the same way we respond to the music that we love. Which leads to our first takeaway from the Christmas story about our relationship with God. We can respond to God by sharing what he's done with others. So the shepherds were, they were so excited and they were so overwhelmed about what God had done by inviting them to have these front row seats to the birth of Jesus, that their only response was to just go tell everyone. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing, especially if that's how you are wired, to share what you love with the world. But I also know this, that we are not all the same. Some of us are wired differently than others. I love discovering new music and then sharing it with everyone I can, but my wife Terry is different, while Like I have playlists, they're all full of of new artists and undiscovered music. Terry's playlist is the opposite. She has a go-to playlist that she plays all the time and it is mostly full of old country music that she has liked for years. Now you may find the odd newer song by Taylor Swift or something out there, but for the most part, it's like a time machine. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that the reason I know the 1987 classic Forever and Ever Amen by Randy Travis is not because I had ever heard that song before this year. I know that song because it is in heavy, heavy rotation on my wife's favorite playlist. And that's okay because Terry is reflective. There's something about hearing and reflecting on those songs over and over again that makes her feel good, it makes her feel at peace. Songs have a way of attaching themselves to moments in our lives, and they they can evoke happy memories. And when we respond to music in that reflective way, it allows us to better understand and to re-experience those good things that we experienced in the past. Mary, Jesus's mother, was a lot like my wife. See, the shepherds ran and they shared their experience with the world. But look at what Mary did in Luke 2, 19. It says, But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. When when Mary thought about what God had done in her life, she held those things close in her heart. She, She remembered what had happened and she remembered it often. It became a touchstone in her life that she went back to over and over again, so that she could better understand and re-experience what had happened in her life. Which brings us to our second takeaway from the Christmas story. We can respond to God by reflecting on what he's done in our lives. I think that the reason we have the story of the birth of Jesus to celebrate today is because there were people who were so excited about what God was doing it, doing that they had to share it with others. And and the reason I think that that story is so rich with depth and meaning in our lives is because there were also people who hid these things in their hearts and reflected on their deep and rich meaning. So as I close, as we prepare to celebrate another holiday season, and as we come to the close of another year, I want to encourage you to think about how you respond to God and how you respond to what he's done in your life. So maybe you need to share those things with people in your life. It could be that, that what God's done in, in this last year has all been really good, exciting stuff. It's things that would be really easy to share with someone else. Or maybe your year has been a bit more complicated. There's been some good, but it feels like it's mostly mixed in with a lot of bad. That's been my year. Maybe you need to reflect on your experience with God in order to better understand it, to better understand where and how he is at work. Or could it be that you just need to reflect on the things that God has done in your life to remember that he loves you and that he's with you? And as you hold those things in your heart, remembering what he's done in your past, you can better understand that he is the same God who will be with you in your present, and in your future. So this Christmas, let's build a habit of reflecting on what God has done in our lives. And let's build a habit of sharing what He's done with others. Let's respond to the things that God is doing in our lives and in our world. And let's carry on the story that He is telling with our lives, just like we carry on the story that He began in the life of Mary and Joseph and the shepherds when Jesus was born. Merry Christmas. I'm so glad that you've been with us this year. And I'm looking forward to what God's going to do next year. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us at Compass. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions about Compass or this message, contact us at our website, www.compassbn.com.